I was born for his service He filled me with purpose Take your time while you worship him I'm unplugged from the matrix Believe without seeing I'm plugged into the matrix The Daily Perspective Welcome to the show that gives it to you with no fluff Real Christianity and all that good stuff Welcome to the Daily Perspective And I'm your host, Mr. Daily And uh, in this week's episode I am going to be talking about The decline in marriage Or maybe So let's not say a decline in marriage But the I guess a Perception that marriage is outdated That's what we're going to talk about But before we get into that Let's uh, give a shout out to our listeners On Spotify On Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Breaker uh, Pocket Casts SoundCloud TuneIn iHeartRadio Pandora Whatever it may be man I don't know where you guys are listening from I should But um, yeah I know you're listening from a number of places and I appreciate it. I appreciate the support. Um, Daily Perspective is number 13, I believe, in Feedspot's top 25 Christian podcast. So, um, you know, we're trying to move up. We're trying to get to that number one spot. Um, But thank you for the support. Thank you for putting us where we are. Um, I appreciate it. I really, really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Um, and I'm I'm glad you guys are rocking with me. I'm, I'm glad you tune in every week and you you know you, you ride with me. So appreciate the love. So getting on to today's topic. Um, so this came about. I was uh, it was literally a week ago. Really, I was chilling. I was doing some editing. Uh, just finished recording uh, last week's episode I was editing and I got an invite um, I got a notification on my on my phone um, I was being invited to a room on Clubhouse and you all know about Clubhouse we've already talked about Club, Clubhouse here a couple of episodes back I was saying you know now here's the pros here's the here's the cons I'm still Still in the, in the same sort of lane. There are good rooms if you clean up your what they call your hallway. Um, if you clean up your followers, you get better. You get a better hallway, meaning you get better rooms coming up. Um, and yeah, I've definitely seen that. Um, I'm seeing more rooms that I'm interested in. Less trash coming up. I'm not. I'm not here for all that nonsense talk. So definitely seen better rooms uh got invited into a room last week um as i said whilst i was editing and it was talking about marriage and and the question for the room was should marriage be abolished and um so i put my hand up i was invited to the stage and i got to share a bit of my story and um you know for all for, for those of you that that do don't know um so I'm married, I've been married for going on, well, 17 years, going 18 years, Um, been with my wife 23 years, Um, we've got three amazing girls, we've got a very happy marriage, but 
we are still learning. Every day is a school day in marriage, from, uh, as far as I'm concerned. I'm constantly telling her how much more I want to learn about her um, because she's an evolving, changing person and and vice versa. That's She reciprocates. That's how she feels as well. Um, we had a very turbulent first year of marriage, not because of us, not because of our feelings towards each other, but because of external influences, family, those sorts of things. Um, it took a lot of maturing, it forced us to mature and grow quickly. Um, it forced us to form a tighter bond. And it forced us to do some some learning because everything, all the perceptions, everything that I thought that um, I knew, I didn't know. I didn't know anything. Um, you know, I had preconceived ideas about what sex was going to be like. And I was way off the mark. Um, I thought I was going to be a rock star, <laughs> like most men do. You think, yeah, I'm a, I'm a rock her world. I did, I did not know what the hell I was doing, so I had to educate myself. It's not a problem for men to learn and go out and educate yourself. Stop, stop with all the bravado and, and all all the um, all that masculine. Oh man, I, I don't need to know. I know what I need to know. Nah, dude, go and learn. Go and learn about a woman's body. Go and learn about all the nerve endings in the clitoris and all those things that you need to know as a man. There, are, you you don't have um, female parts, so you need to go and understand how female parts work because they don't work as they don't work the same way that ours do. Just putting it out there. Anyway, um. All that said, the room talked about, um, you know, I shared my, so I shared my story. I shared about how we had to learn, how we grew together and how we've cultivated our marriage and how my wife is my best friend. Um, we share everything together. We are vulnerable to each other. She taught me what vulnerability meant. She helped me to come out of my shell. I helped her to get to another level of vulnerability. Um, she is the person that knows all my deepest, darkest secrets um, and vice versa. And that is how it should be. She has the power to hurt me and I know she never will. That is what vulnerability is. Um, so I shared all this stuff and then I had, and then there were other people who came into the room and, you know, so one of them notably was a Afrobeats artist, Nigerian artist, uh, Dr. Sid. And he, he shared about his experience of marriage and, you know, he was going through a divorce or he's just been through a divorce and he shared about the pain and he, and how, um, you know, he doesn't believe he doesn't believe marriage. I can't remember the exact what he what he said exactly, but it was along the lines that he doesn't believe marriage is relevant anymore, or something along those lines. Uh, Doctor said, "If you you're listening, I got this wrong. Forgive me." Um, but it was along those lines, and there were a few people that shared that sentiment. Uh, some people were were sat down the middle, and um, they were like. Okay, no, people just need to learn each other each other more, learn themselves more before they get married and all of this stuff. Um, so I thought, hmm, interesting. Interesting. 
the views out there within the younger generation, um, and I can say younger generation because I'm 40 years old, so I guess I am not class as that, as that younger demographic anymore. I am nearing middle age. So um, the views in the younger generation are kind of like marriage is redundant, but is that because of the is that because of the example that they have is that because of what they have seen is that because of how um society now portrays this loose sexuality and um free not loose okay free sexuality let's put it that way freedom with your bodies freedom to to do whatever and and all of these things and you know they paint this picture that Marriage is this outdated, um, fuddy-duddy institution, or one paints a picture that it's more about the state's ability to gain control over you and your assets and your whatever, and it's about money, and and there's so many different notions as to why the younger generations be, younger generation believe that uh, marriage is outdated. So I thought, let me let me touch on this because I, I've so I wrote a, I've written a number of blog posts about marriage. Marriage is one of my favorite areas um, to speak about and to to write about to talk about. It's what I love. I love marriage. I, I you know I was married at twenty three. Um, some people consider that to be young. Um, that's their opinion, and they are entitled to that to their opinion. Uh, for me, it was perfectly fine. I was ready to be married. Um, I was excited about married life. I was excited about building a future with someone. I was excited that I'd found someone that shared uh, a similar vision to me. Uh, we talked about children. We talked about um, what we wanted to do with our futures, even though those things kind of I wouldn't say change. I'd say we became more honest about what we wanted uh, for our futures um, in terms of career and all of those things and the things that we believe we were created to do. That's what happens as you mature. You become more confident and more comfortable in your skin to say what you really want. That is the and that is one of the joys about growing together with with someone in marriage. So I was ex- I was excited about the marriage journey. I was excited about learning about my wife and all the things that came with it, um, all her quirks, all those things. Excited. I think the hardest part about marriage was trying to balance um, family. Point blank, um, family and your responsibility, especially as a as people of African descent um, family seem to think they have the right to step in and step over lines that they have no business stepping over families feel like they should have they have say where they don't have say families feel like they have authority where they don't have authority they think because um, they are older than you they get to tell you how to live your life or how to live your how to run your home or how to operate in your marriage um no they don't and it took a while to learn this it took a while to to be confident enough to say great thank you for what you what you're saying but 
that's your marriage, that's your business, cool, I'm going to do mine how I'm doing mine, and we are going to do ours how we're going to do ours, that's it, um, it's not disrespectful, it's you're enti- you, you are entitled to run your home and your marriage how you want to run it, so anyway, with that said, I thought, let me come back to this topic that I really love so much, and let's just, let me put forward my perspective on of things, so do I believe marriage should be abolished, hell no, God instituted marriage, it's something from God, um, people want to get mad and say, oh, the, the state this, the state that, oh, this, listen, from my opinion, my perspective, oh, 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 before I get into that, there was another comment which said, oh, um, people would be, people married before, um, the white man brought the, brought Christianity to all the different places and the missionaries and blah, 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 listen, I'm not even going to argue that point because yes, the, but there are two, there, there is a clear distinction here, um, the Bible refers to marriage as the act of marriage. What does that mean? Um, in biblical terms, intercourse was the marriage contract. This whole thing about um, a marriage certificate and all of that. Yes, of course, the state brought that in. Um, I can't remember the exact dates, but yes, the, when the Church of England and or the Catholic Church or whatever and the state were one, they brought in the marriage certificate and they made it this thing that the state then kind of had a say over and that is why marriage now is now kind of like a business transaction you need a certificate to get married you need a certificate to get divorced um all of that stuff but in the bible the bible talks about the act of marriage which was sexual intercourse point blank you had sex with someone you were married to that person you formed a blood tie with that person. Like most things in the Bible, covenants are made through the, through the shedding of blood. That is why when a man sleeps with a woman for the first time, the hymen is broken and there is the shedding of blood, sealing the contract, sealing the marriage contract, forming the covenant with God. One, two become one, um, under a covenant with God. Two plus God makes that triune relationship that mirrors the Trinity, the design of God from the beginning. So, um, and let me, I'm, I'm going to jump into, um, I'm going to jump into some scripture that just to kind of, just to kind of set that context um, yet again. So Genesis two eighteen it says um, eighteen and onwards it says uh, the Lord then the Lord God said it's not good for the man to be alone I will make him a helper who is just right for him so the Lord God formed from the ground all of the wild animals and all of the birds of the sky he brought them to the man to see what he would call them and the man chose a name for each one he gave names to all livestock all the birds of the sky and all the wild wild animals but still there was no helper just right for him so the lord god caused the man to fall fall into a deep sleep while the man slept the lord god took took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening 
Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib, and he brought her to man, to the man. And the, at last the man exclaimed, This one is bone of my, from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from the man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. Now the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. So in that, in that scripture right there, for me, there's, <laughs> there's so much that's said. Um, firstly, it let's talk about the institution two shall become one it's a union where you are finding that person that completes you yes there are people that rush into marriage for all the wrong reasons people rush into marriage because culturally it's unacceptable for them to have sex and they want to have sex. So they rush into marriage um, just so that they can have sex. That's nothing new. People have done that for a long time. Um, another reason, families force two young people together to strengthen the ties of their family. But those two young people have no interest in each other, do not complement each other, do not fit together. Um, you have unwanted pregnancies. So uh, some people have intercourse, end up pregnant, and then they are forced to get married or they feel like they need to get married out of obligation because they have made someone pregnant or they've been made pregnant by someone. Um, there are a variety of reasons why people get married some do it um i've seen oh there was i can't remember what show it was but there was a show i watched in the past where uh the woman and the guy were like oh yeah we you know we're together because we're a power couple he's he's um vision and my vision together we form a, a, a formidable team and it was it wasn't it was nothing to do about completing each other it was more about the financial gain they were it was about creating a lucrative business so yes for some people marriage is a business transaction there is no romantic element there is no um oh, how do i put it because it's, it's not just romance there is no real complementary element to it they don't believe that they are they don't look at it from that perspective of this is the person that was created to complete me i think that's the best way to describe it it's for me marriage is is being reunited with that missing piece it's being reunited with that rib that was taken away from you it's finding your rib in a sea of bones and picking up that picking picking it back up and saying yes this is bone of my bone flesh of my flesh and we are now complete so for me when i look at marriage i look at it from that perspective that first and foremost you're looking for it's that person that completes you 
um, they have to be that person that you that makes you smile when you think about them. They have to be that person that you think about even when when they're not around. They may have just left two minutes ago and you're already missing them and thinking about them. Um, they are that person that finishes your sentences. They are that person. <laughs> I saw this in a film. Um, I think it was the best man. Um, the 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 person you would give your last bit of food to. Um, they are that person that you will go to the ends of the earth for, and who would do the same for you. Marriage to me is finding that person that was made to complete you simple um obviously we're in genesis 2 here and god is already instituting the idea of marriage to becoming one the union of two people to form a family unit um so it's for me the fact that it's so early on in the scripture leads me to believe that this is God's design this is what God wants for his people he wants marriage for his people um the other part that and I don't really want to get into this like like this because um but I think it plays a big part in why we have so many marital breakdowns is about vulnerability verse 25 says now the man and his wife were both naked but they felt no shame now someone reading that might read that at surface level and just focus on the fact that oh yeah they're physically naked and he he wasn't embarrassed about his body because he you know he he, he must have looked good and you know she wasn't embarrassed because she looked good and they both liked each other and everything was crisp and everything was nice that's not what it's talking about they felt no shame because they were completely naked in every sense there was this was before the fall of man. This was before um, sin had crept into the situation. This was before we had anxiety. This was before we had pride and all the hang-ups that we have to th- today. This is before ego came into all of it. They were naked and felt no shame they were transparent and felt no shame they were vulnerable and felt no shame um until men and women learn to be truly vulnerable to each other they can't understand what the you know they can't experience the joys of marriage until you truly learn how to be comfortable in your own skin and comfortable with your wife or husband in your own skin and in their own skin, you cannot experience the true 
joys of marriage. Simple. Um, then we have, um, we're going to go, I'm going to jump across to this. So let me put, again, let me provide context. So in that conversation, people started to talk about, um, oh, well, is marriage just this thing because um, we live in a patriarchal society and men just want control over women and in religion it's been instituted in a way that men therefore have con the control and the power over women and women are just subjugated and um, all of that stuff and actually, personally, personally, my view, I think that outs it that's a human nature thing that we've brought into it um and the reason i say that um is i think it comes down to again these traits that were born out of our fears our sin our fallen state it's not anything to do with how God designed it it's about the flaws of human nature it's about our own weaknesses and our own insecurities and then how we project that a man that is confident in his own skin a man that is confident in who he is a man that understands his purpose a man that understands his role as the as the head of his home and the leader of his family understands that leadership is not about dominance and control. It's about um, being a servant to your family and serving and leading from the back by example. So it's not about being domineering in any way. It's not about subjugation. It's not about controlling your family. It's about encouraging them and leading them with love and um so let me just share again so i'm gonna you know me i'm gonna i'm gonna jump jump back into scripture because that's what i do um but it says uh and this is ephesians 5 from verse 21 and further submit to one another out of reverence for christ for wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is head of the church. He is the saviour of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up, he gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a, without a spot or wrinkle or um, any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it just as Christ cares for the church. And we are members of his body. As the scriptures say, a man leaves his father and his 
of his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two united into one. This is a great mystery, but it's an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. So again, I say, each man must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband. Um, so when we talk about submission, I think it's more about the respect because just as it finishes it off a wife must respect her husband but that doesn't mean a husband shouldn't respect his wife the first thing that the first thing that was said in in verse 21 was and further submit to one another submit to one another um and then i've always said this I, I still feel as though um, this is the this is one of the most important things for people to remember. The man carries, or the husband carries, probably the biggest responsibility in marriage because. The Bible says, love your wives as Christ loves the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. So, first and foremost, can you say that you can give your your life up for your wife? Can you say that if your wife moved the way that the church moves, i.e. the church moves mad and people in the church do all kinds of foolishness from Monday to Saturday and then turn up on turn up in church on Sunday and lift up holy hands. If your wife did all kinds of foolishness and madness from Monday to Saturday and then on Sunday, she wanted to be loved and caressed and all of those things. Could you do it? Because that's how we treat the church. That's how the church treats, um, sorry, that's how the church treats Christ. We do our madness during the week and then we come back on the Sunday and we're like, oh, Christ love me. Um so what's the difference? What I'm saying is that don't be so quick to jump onto the thing where it says wives submit unto your husbands. Because first and foremost, you're, you're skipping the verse just before that said submit, submit to each other. She submitted, you're submitted. And... For her to submit to you, you need to be submitted unto Christ. So there is this constant act of submission going on. And the word where, and I think this is probably a translation thing, because I I love the fact that, you know, when it repeats it at the end, um, it says, so again, I say each man must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect. It suddenly says respect her husband. So I believe the Bible is saying respect each other. Submit, respect, interchanged, respect each other. 
wives respect your husbands as he resp- uh, and you know husbands as he res- husbands respect Christ husbands also respect your wife she's not your subordinate she is as you as um as it said in genesis she is your uh, uh, let's say your helper um i hate that one. um yeah a helper that is just right for you so she is she's what the bible calls you help me she is your she's there to meet your needs and help you not like a slave she's not your subordinate she is not your subject you are not lord over her she is a woman with her own mind uh, her own views her views are valid they contribute to the driving and and navigating of your household she is a valued member in the decision making process in your home she is a valued member in setting the strategy and the vision for your family it shouldn't be all about your view um so i think when people start to come back to the original design for marriage i think there'll be a, a sort of a reset in how people view it because when you strip away the noise when you strip away the thing that it's ah it's just a financial thing it's just about financial benefit it's just about this but now you know the way the, that the world is set up you don't need to be married to get those financial benefits and blah 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 when you strip all of that stuff out strip away the noise take it all out break it back to the fundamentals what was this thing created for it was created for two people to become one and complement each other and support each other and be vulnerable to each other and strengthen each other and um offer each other help to complete each other when you bring it back to that principle no marriage is not outdated no marriage should not be abolished marriage should be celebrated and and it should continue because everybody needs Everybody deserves to find that person that completes and complements them. Everyone deserves to find someone that loves them unconditionally. Everyone deserves to find someone that can be they can be vulnerable to and someone who can be vulnerable to them. Everyone deserves that. Everyone deserves the kind of love that you're expected to give in marriage. You know, there are of course there are um scenarios where a marriage isn't working there are scenarios where a a woman may be physically abused in a marriage or a man may be physically abused there may be mental abuse in a marriage of course in those situations we are not saying I'm not saying that you sit there and you take that and you live through that pain no 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 that is not some that is not a marriage that is not love that is not someone that understands the institution of marriage 
because if they did, they would not hurt what God has brought into their life. They will not damage what God has given them. They would not break someone that God has brought to complete them because that is not showing love to themselves. It says it right here. Um, it says, and why? I've got to jump back. Um, but yeah, he says, it says, um, in the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church. So, a man that is punching up his wife, you ain't going to punch up yourself. So, why are you punching up your wife? You clearly do not love yourself because if you're supposed to love your wife as you love yourself, then why are you punching up your wife? Everything that we seem to have an issue with is in direct contradiction to what the Bible is saying a marriage should be. What a a relationship between a husband and wife should be. It's not about anyone having the upper hand. It's not about anyone being the dominant force. It's not about anyone being controlled. It's not about anyone um, running things. In my, Let me just put it that way. It's about balance. It's about love and care. And the concept... Um, You know, people that want to take it from that angle of people should know themselves before they get married. Of course, of course you should. Because how do you know what you, how do you know what you, who you are and and what is missing from you and what complements you when you don't truly understand yourself? Now, I'm not saying spend your whole life running around till you're 40, 50 and then say, oh, now I'm going to get married um, because I, I finally understand myself. Now, I think I think you're dragging out the process there. But like I said, anyway, that's each to their own, each to their own. Some people it takes people, some people. Let me take that back. It takes some people a long time to figure out who they are. Um, but of course. When until you really start to understand who you are, it's hard to to figure out how you who complements you and how you work together. But I also don't believe that 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 I don't believe that you can't figure that out together. Marriage, one of the most important things in marriage is communication. Um, and that was where I struggled the most. I didn't know how to communicate. I was so used to bottling up every emotion and keeping it locked in and not saying a word, no matter how much it physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever you want to call it, hurt me. I wouldn't say a thing. My natural reaction to um, to any kind of argument or disagreement was I ever wanted to leave and get away from the conversation as quickly as possible and re- 
and avoid conflict or if it was you know that's it i'm talking about in marriage there um i would i would emotionally shut down now you know as a guy when it was conflict with other guys my immediate reaction was to want to punch them in the face hmm shocker because that's what society teaches us as men that we're supposed to be aggressive we're supposed to be a certain way but i still i believe that behavior and and that those traits are toxic but we've already talked about that on a different podcast but in marriage i needed to learn how to communicate until i figured that out i was going around in circles because here was this thing that i'd always wanted here was this woman that i believe complimented me here was this woman that loved me cared for me did so many things for me but yet we were having disagreements and i didn't know how to tell her the things that i was feeling not because i didn't know the words but i wasn't used to expressing those feelings I was used to putting them in a box and pushing them down. So I had to learn. I had to learn how to say how I was feeling. I had to learn how to tell her when I was annoyed. I had to tell her when I was feeling upset. I was had I le- had to learn to tell her how I, when I was feeling stressed. I had to learn to tell her when something was bothering me. When there were f- external factors at play. When someone at work had irritated me and I just didn't feel like talking about it. I still had to learn to communicate that. I had to learn to communicate. Because I knew that what I had was a gift. I knew that this institution that I had entered into was a blessing i knew that i had found someone who complimented and completed me i knew that i had been joined to my missing rib so if i was to continue loving myself and loving my body i had to love this missing rib that i had recovered so that my missing rib felt integrated with me and me with her simple um i'm not going to labor it but for me my views are quite clear god instituted marriage and this is just we're just scratching the surface here we are literally scratching the surface because there is so much I can talk to you about. I can talk to you about the marriage bed. I can talk to you about what defiles the marriage bed. I can talk to you about um, what the Bible's views on what is okay and what isn't okay. Um, oh, that's things that defile and don't defile the marriage bed. So we kind of talked about that. You, they, exposing myself to I like that subject area so much. Um but there are so many different aspects to marriage that you need to understand and need to cover and it is a lifelong journey it is an 
It's something that you will continue to learn and learn and learn and learn and learn in. You have to be invested. You have to be willing to do the work. And the work requires both parties to be vulnerable and to be willing to meet in the middle. So, marriage should not be abolished. Marriage is not outdated. Marriage is not redundant. It's not for fuddy-duddies, it's for everybody and it's something that everybody should want. And if you don't want it, it's not... Okay, actually, let me take that back. Because there are some people where it talks about, the Bible talks about if you, um, you know, if you can, if you want to give yourself to the cloth and, you know, to the works of God and... And you believe you can resist lustful temptations and blah, 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 and all of that. Then you don't have to get married. But the Bible also says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. So, you know, it's your choice. You want a good thing? You know, you can, you don't have to get married. But if you get married, you find yourself a good thing. Um... That's all I'm going to say on it. I'm going to, I'm going to stop. I think I'm going to start rambling now. But there's so much to be said about marriage. I believe it's a beautiful thing. Um, for those of you out there that are married, do the work, put the effort in, really grow in your marriages. For those of you who are considering marriage, do the work, put the effort in, understand what you are going into buy books educate yourself do not just think that you will figure it out invest in good books that tell talk about um being emotionally available and all of those things that you need to be in a marriage um there are loads of resources out there talk to each other about your finances talk to each other about Um, your past traumas and your triggers and all of those things do the work Um, and for for those of you that are not thinking nah not marriage not for me whatever reevaluate look at why you feel that way because you could be missing out on something really beautiful anyway um, I'm going to love you guys and leave you guys right here Uh, I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you rocking with me every week. Um, As I said, this is my perspective, the daily perspective. And I appreciate you taking time out of your day to hear it. So I will catch you on the next episode. Uh, good, oh, oh! before I go There's some good things coming up I've got some good guests coming up um, If you are a listener And you are interested in being a guest Come on, hit me up David at dailyperspective.co.uk Hit me up on Twitter At dydaily um, Hit me up on Instagram At dydaily Follow me, see what I'm up to Check out my stories Talk to me um, You know Hit your boy up I like to talk to people as you can tell I can talk I spent the last almost 50 minutes talking to you all by myself so hey well let's have a conversation 
Anyway, I'm out of here. Um, love to everyone. Appreciate you all. God bless. Peace.